baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. On News Radio 930 WBEN, this is Buffalo Means Business, where local businesses and services tell their stories. I'm Randy Bushover. You have one of those stories to share? Send me an email at randy.bushover at intercom.com. With me, managing partner Larry Lawler with Lawler and Witkowski CPAs PC. And uh, Larry, also, you're the National Director of the American Society of Tax Problem Solvers. So explain for the benefit of those who don't know what that means. That's a pretty big deal. Well, what it is is an organization that trains CPAs, enrolled agents, and attorneys around the country in how to do what we do for a living, and that's resolve tax problems with the IRS and the state. Uh, When people get behind in filing their taxes, paying their taxes, things of that nature, we help get them back on track. A number of years ago, we learned that people didn't have any way to learn how to do this. So when we realized we were pretty good at it and we realized there was a lack of education in the area, we started the American Society of Tax Problem Solvers, and now we run uh, many, many seminars around the country, several days each. And, uh, for example, recently uh, we've run in L.A. and New York City. We'll be in Atlanta next week, a couple hundred people at a time, and we're we're training these professionals how to do tax problem resolution work. Very good. Uh, wanted to also know a little bit about the background of uh, the group. How long have you guys been established here in Buffalo? Well, the group American Society of Tax Problem Solvers has been established about 15 years. My accounting firm, where we actually do the work ourselves, has been here uh, since 1973. So we're in our 45th year now. So. And just just Lawler and Witkowski, just the two of you. Do you have more associates? Uh, we involved? did. We did have another partner at one point in time. Uh, he's passed away. So uh, John and I have been partners though for about forty of the last forty-five years we've been in practice, and uh, we we have a staff of ten people in the office who all specialize in doing resolution work as well. And I understand the location is out on uh, Worley Drive. Worley Drive in Williamsville, right? Uh, near what? Because uh, Worley's it, a pretty big street. It's between Young's Road and Transit. Oh, and okay. it's equidistant from each. So. Uh, well, that's a very convenient location for yeah. sure. All right, so you specialize in tax problem resolution, but uh, could you explain maybe a little bit more for the listeners exactly what tax problem resolution involves? Sure. It's uh, when someone hasn't either paid their taxes or filed their tax returns, or both, very often both of those things happen, Typically, they get about four years behind if they're a non-filer because the first year that they don't file, something happened, something caused them to do that. By the way, to clarify, we do not represent tax protesters. Typically, these are people who've had some problem in their life that their taxes took second the second seat to and they, they didn't get redressed. After they haven't filed for a year or so, then the next year comes up and all of a sudden they don't know what to do. Typically, four years is what happens. On the fourth year, they start getting really nervous. They come and see us. But we also have people who filed every year, but they didn't have the money to pay their taxes. Okay, by the way, that's the recommended way to do it, too. At least they've avoided a penalty for not filing. But if they come and see us after they've, you know, run up a tax bill over a few years and it accumulates, and of course with penalties and interest, it accumulates rapidly. And then all of a sudden they're at a point where they don't know what to do. So we are charged with the responsibility of helping them straighten it out. And it's a somewhat specialized field, so I'm curious as to what it was in your background that got you interested in doing this as a career. 
truthfully, we stumbled into it. <laughs> There's no nice way of saying it. We found that we were, when a, a taxpayer would get in trouble, and if we got involved in the case, we got pretty good at straightening them out and working with the IRS. We build a level of trust with the people with the IRS. It's, it's not like they're going to do us a favor. No IRS employee is going to jeopardize his 30-year pension to do me a favor. But on the other hand, they also realize if you're a straight shooter and you tell them something and you stick with it and you get it done, that they like working with you, you're helping them get the job done as well as helping the taxpayer. So we kind of stumbled into it, realizing we were pretty good at it, then realizing that there wasn't a lot of education available anywhere. So we kind of got into both of those areas, doing it as a specialization in our own firm and teaching it through the American Society. You already mentioned some of the reasons that people have trouble with the IRS. Is there such a thing as a number one reason that people are, are in trouble or get audited or, or, or run afoul of uh, yeah, the there's, government? There's actually a myriad of reasons. It's things, things like business failures, divorces, um, loss of a job. Perhaps a person loses a job and they go pull all the money out of their IRA account trying to start a business. Then the business fails. So they've got all the tax on the IRA account that they pulled out. And maybe in the business, if it failed, they run up payroll tax liabilities they couldn't afford to pay. They, they, there's so many different reasons for it. Health issues often have something to do with it. And there, there are various tools that we can employ to help them you know, get back on track. What would be the first step that someone should take if they run afoul of the IRS? Number one, do not ignore the problem. If they ignore the problem, it only gets worse and, and causes more trouble. Uh, the IRS doesn't like being ignored. They want a response from people. So that's the number one thing they should do is contact them, tell them that they're working on addressing it. Um, along with that, of course, I'm going to throw in my plug here. They should also be calling us to get help because – I wouldn't have someone go to court without an attorney. I don't think someone should go before the IRS without being represented either. And that's what we do is we represent them before the IRS. In fact, they don't even have to talk to the IRS. If, uh, if they hire our services, we talk to the IRS for them, which most people appreciate that. They don't want to deal with the IRS. And it's funny that most professionals feel that way too. We get referrals from professionals because they don't want to deal with these issues. So... It helps our business, and it helps their business because we'll do the job for them. Well, as long as you brought it up, the contacting you would be a good idea. How would they go about doing that? They'd give us a call. It's uh, 716-631-5111. Same number we've had for about 45 years. And, and they could also go on, to the, on the, our website. They could go to irsdistress.com. Oh, that's easy enough, yeah. irsdistress.com, yep. and find you. We liked it because it rhymes. <laughs> yeah. It works. It's memorable. We're talking with managing partner Larry Lawler with Lawler and Witkowski CPAs PC and uh, talking a little bit about uh, how to deal with the IRS in case you get entangled with some problems with them. Are there maybe some different programs that you can use to help a taxpayer get back in the good graces of the IRS? Oh, yeah. There's several different programs. And it's you know one of those things where you do an analysis and find out what's going to work best for the taxpayer. But there's offers and compromise, which is a, the government's let's make a deal program or settlement program. Uh, I want to clarify on that, by the way. You've heard national advertising where people say that, you know, oh, settle for pennies on the dollar, that sort of thing. Don't get roped into things like that by people who are just looking to get fees from you. Not everyone is eligible for an offer and compromise, despite what some ads you hear might say. If you are eligible for it, it's one of the best programs there is. It's a settlement with the IRS 
based upon how much a taxpayer can afford to pay rather than the amount they owe. So we do a financial analysis and find out what they can afford to pay. But there's also installment agreements or payment plans, if you want to call them that. There's a partial pay installment ag agreement. If you can't pay all of what you owe, you can pay part of it. Um, there's also penalty abatement, innocent spouse. Uh, we'll always review the statutes of limitations on a case to make sure that the IRS can actually still collect the money because they have three years to assess tax. Like that would be from the due date of the tax return or the date filed, whichever is later. But they also only, when the, once it's assessed, they have 10 years to collect it. And we've had cases where we've looked at it and said, your statute's run out. The IRS can't collect the money from you any longer. So on every case, we review those statutes as well. All right. And you mentioned offering compromise installment agreements. Oh, on the installment agreements, it occurs to me, I know that you can do it quarterly. Is there anything smaller than quarterly or is that... Uh Okay, as the, far down as the IRS would go for some kind of installment plan payment. Oh, no. The, the quarterlies that you're talking about are actually for estimated taxes for the, for the current year. When I'm talking about a payment plan, uh, we've set them up rather creatively sometimes where it could be something just deducted from his paycheck weekly or a, an automatic charge against a bank account weekly or monthly. They will do that. Uh, we've also done things to structure them, like for the next year, you'll pay $100 a month. But after that, it's got to go up to $200 a month, giving a taxpayer a chance to adjust their finances so that the impact isn't devastating on them financially. All right. So then how does the installment agreement differ from the partial pay installment agreement? Well, in the, in the regular installment agreement, you're paying everything you owe, penalties, interest, and tax. Okay? That's the liability, as they would call it. Whereas in a partial pay, you're paying what you can afford to pay, but if the statute of limitations runs out before you've full paid you're done. It's over with. So you didn't pay everything. It has some similarities to the offer and compromise where you settle for a specific dollar amount, but it's not quite the same thing because you keep paying until the statute runs out or until you run out of the time period the IRS allows for payments. And something that is, I'm curious about because it just occurred to me was how much is the least amount that anyone has come to you for with a problem with the IRS? I mean, are they, do they really nickel and dime, literally, or are we talking hundreds, thousands of dollars that people generally run into problems with? Well, typically, a case has got to have over a $15,000 liability to warrant hiring our firm, because there's got to be a cost-benefit ratio there. Sure. But if someone has a smaller tax problem than that, we don't turn them away and leave them without any answers or any way to find answers. What we'll do is we'll charge them for an hour consulting time. They can come in and see us. We'll tell them what right then and there what their best approach is with small with a smaller case I'm talking about. And then when they go ahead and do what we tell them, we kind of give them instructions. They can go solve their own problem without incurring a lot of fees. If they owe over $15,000, it starts to become now worthwhile to hire our firm or someone like us to do the representation because it's serious enough to warrant the fees that we're charging. So dovetailing off of that, I think it's safe to assume that your job is basically to figure out what the best program is for a taxpayer and then help them work that out with the IRS. You hit the nail right on the head. That is our job. Uh, there are a lot of different programs. There's ways of using the programs together. Sometimes we use an installment agreement and then follow it with an offer and compromise because it's our job to figure out what is the best solution for this taxpayer. What can he do to get back on track with the least amount of damage, the least invasive thing? And it might be put him on a payment plan and do some planning to help 
and become qualified for an offer and compromise. But it's our job to figure those things out. All the taxpayer really wants to know is that we know how to figure that out and we can solve it for them. And sometimes they come in, they've had this problem for 10 years, and they don't know what to do with it. So, Anything else that I haven't managed to ask that you wanted to get out there? Uh, no, just that uh, people should never ignore the IRS problem. It's not going to go away. The ostrich method, is, as we call it, of tax problem resolution is not going to suffice. You really need to address the problem. And the sooner you do it, the, less, the lower the fees are going to be, the less trouble you're going to have. You know, it's, it's going to get resolved more readily if you address it sooner rather than later. And sometimes people wait until you know there's federal tax liens filed there's been levies filed on their paycheck on their bank accounts that sort of thing and when they come in to see us they've got a whole bunch of different problems but they can all be worked out if they're willing to do that and two easy ways to get a hold of you i'll give the web one and you can give the phone one okay irsdistress.com that's it and the fairly phone, simple yep and the phone number is 716 Pleasure to talk to you. Hopefully we got the word out there. Make sure and don't let this problem just kind of go away because that's not exactly how it works. Well, I appreciate you having me here today, Randy, and it was kind of fun. Yep, same here. Larry Lawler, Managing Partner of Lawler and Witkowski CPAs PC. You've been listening to Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.